Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons Podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for the Ogletree Deacons podcast. My name is Karen Tynan, and I am a shareholder in the Sacramento, California office. And here with me today is my usual partner in crime, (laughs) Kevin Bland. Kevin's here today from the Orange County office. And today we have an interesting podcast, a case study in workplace safety. We've been doing a series of these, kind of an accidental podcast. We will be talking about a real-world safety incident, safety trial, with the names and a few details changed so that we can explore and learn from some real-world Cal OSHA cases. How about that, Kevin? Sounds good. Okay, so I know you probably have gone to trial in California more than anyone else living. If you if you do a search for Kevin Bland, I think it's a couple of pages. So uh, can I tell tell my to tell people uh, the reason I win so much is I'm smart enough to settle the ones I think I'm gonna lose. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I know you have an interesting case that you couldn't settle and that did go to trial and it has some super interesting facts about the trial. So tell me about this case, Kevin. Sure. The genesis of the case is, is kind of interesting. This was a, uh, a contractor and they use this and they call it a step up uh, bench. It's one of those, it's kind of like a, a sawhorse with a little bit wider yes. top where you uh, step up onto the top where right. the, the sawhorse part would be. And it's made to do that and stand on the top and, you know, you can reach like if you're doing drywall or painting right. or something uh, rather than setting up scaffold or what have you. Or using a ladder. A or full, instead of using yeah. a, a ladder, which we're going to get to what ladder means here <laughs> in a minute. And how the case originated was there was a gentleman that was on the step-up bench that actually had a heart attack while he was working. And, oh, and, and came off mm-hmm. the, fell off the, the bench because of the heart attack. So, of course, accident reported, autopsy right. determined heart attack. So it had the the fall had nothing to do with the bench other than this gentleman had a heart attack. But they come out and they give an inspection, and through the entire investigation, exchange of documents and everything, we got uh, this particular client got one general citation for standing on the top cap of a step ladder for two hundred and eighty dollars. And okay. it was a fatality case, right? right? Unheard of. And people will listen to this saying, well, why in the world would you go to trial over $280 on this? Well, yeah, Kevin, we'll drop you a check right now. Like, come <laughs> yeah, on, dude. Yeah, yeah. And so this is one of those, and I think in some of our other podcasts, we talked about abatement. Right. So what would abatement be? Don't step on the top cap of this step-up bench, what they're trying to claim is a step ladder. They're obsolete. And there are thousands and thousands of these out in use. This particular client had 1,200 of them in there in use. So what does it do? It makes it illegal to use because that means you can't, you can't use it because there's only two steps. There's a rung and the top. 
that you're supposed to step on. Right, that you are supposed to step on and and uh, to use this for the function. And so that was, was a big uh, a big deal. It wasn't the $280. It was the effect of accepting this citation. Cuz the the client would have either would have had to get rid of these and it sounds like they were a very effective tool. Yes. And in you know, this is one where it could have had industry-wide effect, right? Right. So then if this is the division stance, right. then that means every one of these for every other company, this is only one company that has 1,200. And right. I'm sure there's more than one company that does this type of work in right. California, right? So it was a big, it was a big deal. Let's fast forward, we get the citation. And ironically, this was pre-pandemic when this happened. And so we did an informal settlement conference with a judge. Uh, back then, we did it in person. So we literally in person. And so the issue was, this is not a stepladder. So this regulation does not apply to this. This is a step up bench. And the division was like, no, it's a stepladder. And I go, well, look at the, look at Angie, look at the definitions. There's, you look at a, a top cap. What is right. the design of that? This doesn't have a top cap. It has a top step. And part of the rub was there's step stool right. that's defined in the regulation. And I may have the, dimension wrong, but I want to say it's 32 inches. If it's, if it's 31 inches, it's a step stool. If it's 32 inches, that's what the argument was because right. it was just over the step stool height that it was uh, become a, a step ladder. And the manufacturer uh, requirements allowed you to use it this way. So anyway, we're in this settlement conference and this is where I think from a policy standpoint and an interesting perception uh, of the vision and what their goal is kind of erodes. Okay. And, yeah. And, and why do I say that? Because what I said was, okay, look, we got a $280 general. We will accept in negotiation and say, issue the citation on code of safe practices was flawed. We'll accept the $280 citation on that in the context that we didn't have like the four or five safe means in which to use this step up uh, bench. There wasn't okay. anything identified in the code of safe practices about. So we will add, we'll say, you know, here's how you set it up. Here's what the, you know, and, right. and create a safer environment, arguably, right? Yes. The, and train on it, right. right? That's what you offered. I offered. And they said, and I'm like, wait a minute, you now have an opportunity. You're going to get to give us a citation. We're going to do enhanced abatement. Remember we talked about right. abatement. So this was, a way to enhance safety, provide abatement, and uh, still be able to use this step-up bench the way it was intended to be used moving forward and train thousands of people on right. this. And another part of this I offered it because, you know, we, we represent a lot of uh, different associations. We'll also send out an alert to oh, the wow. trade associations that use this so it becomes an awareness factor in the, in the state of California. And drive safety. Yeah. What did they want to do? They wanted to go to trial and win. Before we get to the trial part, mm -hmm. when you were trying to negotiate the settlement, you were willing to take a general, but under, how would the AVD, the alleged violative description, have been changed? Like, And I think a lot of people don't know that sometimes we settle these cases and we, we say, well, we'll accept a general, but not under this regulation. If you change it to this other regulation that we think is maybe more applicable, 
So you tried to do that. Yes. And the, 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 the answer question, the ABD, the alleged violated description would have read, it would have been a 1509 as opposed okay. to a letter, or section 1509 code of safe practices violation in that, the, and it would say the code of safe practices failed to identify safety okay. items related to the step-up niche, something okay. to that effect. Gotcha. And then we would have then added safety bullets right. to our code of safe practices and posted it on every job and trained everybody on it and, and enhanced safety. Okay. So yeah. that failed, that pitch failed. That pitch failed several times. So they <laughs> went back to it and got back to it back then. The judge was on board with it for at the settlement. It was the settlement judge doesn't have the authority to force them to do anything. Then COVID hits. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty twenty. It's still going. Yeah. And then we get to July and we have our trial date. And okay. what is happening in July? Zoom trials. I don't know what a Zoom is, let right. alone how I'm going to do a trial via Zoom because we were the guinea pig. You and were I the did, first. Yes. Very first Zoom trial in Cal OSHA ever in the history of the country was our trial on this little $280 step up. <laughs> and, and of course I got... And they they asked me if we would be willing, and I got permission from the client to do it. And this was a, a good we're still case. Kind of figuring yeah. it out, figuring too. out how it works, how we're going to present evidence, all the things that go with right. that. And then we had the had the trial. The part that I wasn't thinking about is that Karen, you know, you've done hundreds of these trials. I've done them, and in all twenty years of doing this, I don't think I've ever had one person pop in from the public and watch the trial in the hearing room, right? I've, the only time I've had it was um, some of those high profile ones in San Francisco on the bloodborne pathogen issue. Okay. And so we'd have a few people show up in the back yeah. of the room. But honestly, you know, these trials do typically happen. You know, they're in a state building, we're in a room and the judge is there and we just kind of go at it, right? Yeah, exactly. So then I find out when we're logging on to do our very first Zoom trial, there's, I want to say, I may be wrong on this number, somebody fact check me, but 1,500, 1,700 viewers logged yeah. on. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, here I am. My <laughs> reputation is at stake. Never done a Zoom trial before. Done plenty of yeah. trials. And if I lose... Right. In front of said, this is not Boy. a good marketing campaign for right. us. That'd be quite a spanking to lose on in front of all those people, right? And, exactly. and I actually did log in because I thought, well, shoot, I've got Zoom trials scheduled too, yeah. right? They're just starting. They want to make sure they get the pipeline of trials going. And so I sat at my desk, logged in, and, you know, we were all muted, but we could certainly see you. Um, we could see the judge. We could see your opposing counsel. Um, when exhibits would go up, and I think there were, maybe you had some pretty decent photos mm -hmm. of the step-up bench, yeah. not a step ladder, a step-up yeah. bench. Yeah. And I think it helped me to see what some of the technology issues were, things like that. And certainly we still have Zoom trials and maybe we've perfected some of the technology. But when you got to trial over a less than $300 citation on a step-up bench, what what did you do to be successful? What were your case strategies? Well, number one was looking at the language in that we were cited for, which they cited us for stamping on the top 
cap of a stepladder. So first thing is, what is a stepladder? Look at right. the definitions. And then one of the things we looked at, the definition of a ladder, is basically two rails and rungs, so I can't get there. But the top cap, if you look, and then went to ANSI to help okay. help facilitate how they defined it and what they looked at. And they're also look at, there's also some different um, definitions. There's special purpose ladders that don't have the same. There's step ladders, there's extension ladders, right. all these different categories. The strategy was to show this picture, mm-hmm. identify, and then on cross-examination, make them point to components that did not exist. You can tell in the picture, there is no top cap. There is right. no sign that says, uh, right. do not step above this. And, and identify the fact that if they were correct, then this could not ever be used for anything but to put uh, maybe uh, in your closet some <laughs> some uh, potted plants on right. or, or something. And 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 so that was the strategy: is actually follow what the regulation says and yes. be hyper technical what it meant and and what we uh, we had in the field that we we're using. And also ex- tried to I- exclude issues that were irrelevant because this wasn't accident related just because there was a fatality and, and make sure that that part stayed out so it didn't become dramatized in, in this case. Right. And so this case, it wasn't one where you had to put on the Independent Employee Act defense or show some misconduct or any of those defenses that we see a lot in accidents. Those really weren't at play here. And when I have trials like this, you know, I I call it kind of the, well, they've got to prove it, right? Right. And my cross-examination has to make it very difficult for the Cal OSHA inspector to carry the day. And I know you're great at cross-examining. And did you, I have an opinion. I thought you were very effective cross-examining. Well, well, that must have been whenever my screen froze. (laughs) So you cross-examined the inspector and... What are your techniques? Like, uh, do you, are you kind of Mr. Nice Guy? Are you aggressive? Do you use a lot of exhibits? Like, what do you do cross-examining an inspector? Play dumb. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Just trying, just to, trying be- to figure out what's going on here. And I'm just, I'm at, God, you know, this is, this is a stepladder. So can you help me point out? So, so where's the, where's the top, top yeah. gap on this thing? I'm looking at the picture. I really need to know. You know, right. that sort of, yeah, sort of I like thing. That style. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that's, and then, you know, and this one is, like I said, was high technical, but, you know, you mentioned something about the defenses. This is one where, not really defense, it's them trying to prove that this right. applies, right? Right. And the regulation wasn't applicable, which I do as a side note, and I know we've had a mm-hmm. thing, whenever you file the appeal on a general, that's why you don't check box classification or amount of penalty we're saying it was not violated and therefore so that keeps it from eroding into something else Uh, now unfortunately at trial course we couldn't talk about hey we were going to do enhanced safety we're going to that's all settlement negotiation goes out the door what is one of the morals to the story is what happened cal osha trying to win as opposed to enhancing safety, passed an opportunity up here. They could have gotten a citation issued. Yes. They could have had enhanced safety by allowing us um, to abate the other side, another citation mm-hmm. section and adding bullet points and training and things related to this. 
that's where I feel like there was so much resources and so much time and energy where we could have been, you know, and people say us as a, yes. a attorneys represented, we're yes. not trying to help say we were trying to help say we want things to be said. We just don't want the government to come outside of the box of what they're in. Their 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 right. intent is what are they there that they're supposed to enhance? Say, okay, we're going to help you enhance safety, but we're not going to take something that isn't a violation. Right, we're not going to take a citation, and so we've talked about abatement in another podcast, mm -hmm. and you made an offer for what is commonly referred to by us as enhanced abatement. Now, just in this case, you offered enhanced abatement, so. You and I have had cases in Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, all over the place, right? We define the West Coast as anything west of the Mississippi. I think, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> so here's a little side note for employers and, and people who have cases that are in Fed OSHA. We'll, we'll hear from multi-state employers and some of the big guys. They will, will talk about, well, I had a Fed OSHA case in Oklahoma and I did enhanced abatement and I offered to have a stand down and do some supplemental training and we posted signs. And so I want to do that. And then I want a, an other than serious. And in, in my humble experience, Cal, and mine too. Okay. Cal OSHA, they're just not really into that jam. I can maybe count on one finger, maybe two in 20 years where we have been able to, do some abatement as part of the deal. And so it just doesn't happen. We've tried and we've had time, especially when you have the client that has had this that experience really in 49 it. other states, right? The one that we did do something kind of like that enhanced abatement was a very unique. And I do think it's important to know states like Washington, they kind of dig on enhanced abatement yeah. and they want you know, you'll have these, the a little sidebar agreement and it'll be all about your abatement. And then like 60 days after you settle, you'll send them a spreadsheet with all this fancy training. But, you know, Oregon, I'm just talking to a guy in Oregon yesterday. He said, Karen, I don't have time to do enhanced abatement. I want to settle the case. I want to be done. We need to move on. Right. He, he says, I don't have the resources with my caseload. I either want it to be a plain vanilla settlement or we'll go to trial. I, I don't want to get into a bunch of back and forth. So I think that's a distinction. And since you were talking about enhanced abatement, I wanted to take that short side trip. No, absolutely. Uh, there's one other point that I think is uh, important to note here on a case like this. We were offered to take a notice in lieu of the citation. They would withdraw the citation and give us a notice zero penalty. Why didn't we take that? It sounds great. Just like a traffic ticket. I'll take a notice instead of the speeding ticket. Yeah. Wrong answer here. I'll tell you why. Because with a notice, you still are subject to repeat. Yes. And with a notice, you still have to abate. So what did abatement consist of in here? Right. Taking those and not being able to use the step-up bench as it's been used. So I think that's very important to recognize when don't always fall for that notice. Now, sometimes a notice, we'll, we'll do notices, but remember the ramifications of a notice. So it sounds like some of the lessons from that case that we're sharing about your step-up bench. Oh, and you won, right? Oh, I did win. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The judge the agreed with me. I, I forgot to tell you I won. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. won. So yeah. you won. That's I only remember the ones I lose. <laughs> I <know>. Which, <laughs> we, we all take heart to those. So 
enhanced abatement wasn't really something that Cal OSHA was willing to engage on. You couldn't really work out settlement. And you had some lessons from the Zoom trial. Yeah, it made us more proficient in the Zoom. Figured out that it wasn't this <laughs> scary thing. Uh, and we've, Karen, you and I have been, yeah. and honed the technique on Zoom oh, trials yeah. now tremendously. And the firm has supported us in that oh, with technology. technology. So that part, it's actually been an advantage to us now. Anyway, go ahead. I, I digress. No, I, I like talking about that because we're still doing Zoom trials. Yeah. Actually, it's a default now at Cal OSHA. Yeah. The step-up bench is still used in 2023 onward. Yeah. um, Because it's not a ladder. Correct. And so to me, I don't know how much step-up benches cost, but that was probably a very good business decision to be able to keep using those. They'd been purchased. Yeah. They exponentially saved a ton by spending. They spent quite a bit going to trial. We always do. But yeah, it ended up being a, a smart business decision. And by the way, it's a special purpose ladder. So <laughs> I love it. It's technically, uh, yeah, it does meet the definition of ladder, but a special purpose. It's just not a step ladder. <laughs> right. So if you have those step up benches, Kevin's the guru. <laughs> um, so, hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening. I, I really enjoy doing these accidental podcasts. Look for our blog articles on ogletree.com, uh, also our webinars. And of course, we have a great series of podcasts that cover a broad array of topics related to Cal OSHA and workplace safety. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Have a safe day. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.